we've been consumers of digital solutions from the Silicon Valley and other Western countries uh, for so long. And I think it is about time we get to build our own solutions. Our founding father of the nation once said, no nation has right to make decisions for another nation, no people for another people. Welcome to the Built in Africa podcast, where we connect trailblazers of the African diaspora through the unifying language of tech. On this episode, we spoke with Grayson Julius, co-founder of IPF Softwares, a fully-fledged software development company building digital solutions for impact-oriented businesses. Let's get into it. With so many software development companies existing in the marketplace, selecting a niche can help you distinguish yourself from your competitors, set a framework for selecting projects, and allow you to focus on your core competencies. Listen as Grayson discusses IPF's focus and the importance of staying above the noise. We are, we are really focused to, in building impactful digital solutions. Uh, maybe if I define that a little bit, is. Uh, the, the difference is someone will tell us like, yo, we need a social media network and this is the requirement and everything. It is something that won't drive us as much as if someone says like, I need to do something for women to help them do so and so so that they can simplify their life. We'll be more driven to and more encouraged to do that than doing something like, I'm not saying social medias are bad or like, but we need to see that impact a solution we've been able to do that and with we, we we are grateful that the market understands that so for us we are really focused on impact driven digital solutions sometimes getting to ignore the noise of other people i don't know i don't want to name competitors or anything but don't being driven by seeing someone on their social media like they've posted something cool for their office or company mm-hmm. and you want to copy that like we, it is good if we do this on for our social media and yeah. stuff but you don't know the mistakes or the lesson those people learned to get to doing that and probably what they're doing it is a mistake on its own but mm-hmm. the, for them they will just realize it a little bit early because they are doing it and you're mm-hmm. copying from them so yeah. for us we, we learned that at very early stage like we, 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 were, we were lost uh, like in the first year. We, we, we needed to do everything. You know, you, you find a company X doing uh, software development and they are doing social media for clients and everything. It's like, aha, there's a niche there. Let's do that as well. You're adding yeah. that as a, as a service. You find another, like now they are hosting websites and they're buying domain. They're running a campaign to mm-hmm. host and build a website for $100. It's like, ah, that is good. We can do that. But you... If you get to ignore that and like, this is a vision we mm-hmm. want to pursue. This is us. This is because there's a different ingredient that what makes us as IPF and what mm-hmm. makes other company them. Probably they have the capability of executing whatever they're executing. So for, for us, I think um, it's just being able to be inspired, but yeah. staying focused. Like this is my cause. I'm taking my, this is the path I want to take. Building software for clients 
includes much more than gathering requirements and coding. It's also an educational process. Listen as Grayson shares IPF's approach to software development and how they teach clients to be better product owners. So let's start with uh, what is the most value you want to deliver to your people like tomorrow? What is that? So just put a list. Usually they will need like the entire thing. Let's say, for instance, it is WhatsApp. They will need like video call, multiple video call, delete messages, double blue checks and everything all in a month. And say like, you know, listen, chill. This is how you can successfully develop this because you're building this for people who you probably haven't spoken to and you haven't been in their food. So teaching them about human-centered design and taking them into a slow journey and just making them believe, like, let's just build a one thing that will just send message from your phone to their phone without any cool feature and just see how they respond. Let's yeah. then just, let's add them uh, double checks. Let's add the blue checks. Let's add the video call. So we give them the, such examples for them to understand. So for us, it is helping them understand a better way to build a solution because we have been in the journey. We have failed with building solutions. Through those failures, we get to tell them like, this is how we think you can successfully build your solution. So we help them being better product owners. They give us better requirements lives get easier for our engineers. That is uh, end to end how we get to, to translate. Because again, most of them, either it's local innovators or investors, it is their first time to build a digital solution. So they have funds, they might have funds, they might have a great idea, but they think sometimes, no, this is, this is for real. Sometimes someone would come and need something like Jumia or Uber. Like when Uber came in, in, in the market, Everyone's like, ah, this is so cool. We, we can make a solution like Uber. So they think you can make an Uber in a month. So because it, now they can tell a difference between a website sometimes and uh, a full featured application. So you have to slow them down, teach them what it takes to build a full featured app and even give them example. You see Uber, these guys took years to get here. So you can't get here in one month, slow down, build a minimal viable product first, test it to the market, then we can iterate. And I think that is what our clients love about us mostly, I'll say. Grayson's not only responsible for meeting client demands, but also developing the team of engineers, scrum masters, and designers. Listen as he shares his approach to developing a strong team. I think it is through constant training and teaching the, the team not only engineering and technical skills, but going beyond to leadership, communication, you know, uh, living the balanced life, the entire social skills, because sometimes it doesn't only take the technical the engineering skills for someone to, to be world-class and be able to build something. So uh, for us, we, uh, we have an event called Hackett Friday. Uh, through Hackett Friday, we've been able to constantly grow the team last year 2019 the entire year the theme was around devops so devops is like a devops is a culture where you bring development and operational aspects together our technical lead jackson learned about it and said like this is something good uh, that will help us deploy project faster and reduce bugs 
uh, to the project and everything. So the entire year, almost the entire year, uh, in technical aspect, it was learning on DevOps. For the quality assurance team, they will learn how to do DevOps with quality assurance. For mm. Scrum Masters, we'll read how to make sure get most from deploying agile projects through Scrum. And sometimes we hold even debates between, let's say, different methodologies through Hackett Friday, you know, the different ways to learn things. So sometimes it even debates. So let's say there's another alternative to Scrum, it is Kanban. So we split two teams and give them a week to prepare and we come together on Friday to debate. Before we go, there's one last piece of advice that Grayson shared about the importance of being ethical. The client might come with low budget and everything. That doesn't mean you build something that is it's just like substandard. Like it, 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 for, for me, it is not ethical. This is a profession. No one, like the client won't be able to read your codes, but it's just like, it should just be ethical to, to, be, to do something that is good and that will, you know it will sustain that whatever you're building for years. And when you come next year, be proud when you read your course. Like, yeah, I did this. This is good. And that's it for this episode. If you haven't already, check out the full article on our website, builtinafrica.io, found in the description. And while you're there, subscribe to our newsletter so we may keep you up to date with the latest. But until then, keep building.